Welcome to Darren's Decade Podcast. In this 10-part series, you can meet some of the people that have been a part of my life in the past decade, people that have influenced me, people that I might have influenced, and a couple of the sordid stories from my long distant past. It is available on all major podcast platforms and on our website, ecr.co.za. Just search Darren's Decade. In this podcast, in, in actual fact, I often have long telephone conversations with um, a, a longtime comedy and industry friend, Joey Razdin. And this time I just decided to put the recorder on so you could be a fly on the wall for a conversation between two comedians and uh, industry professionals, Joey Razdin and Darren Moll. And it always surprises people that one of the last things we actually talk about is comedy. And it's not jokes all the time when comedians talk to each other we're actually quite deep over the last decade darren's met some awesome people in this 10-part podcast series darren has open honest sometimes deep sometimes hilarious conversations with them oh darren how are you my brother all right, so, I see you got married. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I decided, I, you know what? I was getting jealous of you doing it, so I thought, let me try. Let Where me try. did I? Any, um, when did, I was, was not one, married. Once there. There was that one time you got married. Twice. 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 Oh, those two times that you got married. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, Anything yeah. Joey can do, I can do as well. So, yeah, so, so I, I got married twice. I thought I would give it a bash. How is your Baba doing? Oh, she's great. Eh? She's uh, she's 13 now. I see yours on the socials as well. You must be very, very proud. You have, uh, I've met your kids backstage. They're amazing. So my... Um, yeah, my, uh, son is, my son is at UCT. Awesome. You do, you, you, you're, you're nailing the parenthood thing. He's at Michaelis of all places. Okay. So my producer <laughs> says, I don't know, who's interviewing here? He's interviewing me. No, you guys are just chatting about uh, how you know each other, basically. Oh, are we chatting about how we know each other? This, that could take a long. That could take a long. Time. That's a good start. We, we, I think we're off to a good start. Let's go with this one, Joey, because we we're doing ten yeah. years of uh, Breakfast Radio. Can you mm. believe it, Darren Mall? Ten years mm. Breakfast Radio. Did you ever believe that would happen? I, I remember the day you told me that you're moving to Durban, mm. and I was like, what? Are you moving to Durban for my guy? <laughs> and then you're like, nah, I got a gig, uh, uh, a radio gig. Then I was like, oh, okay. And then I think the next year, uh, we did a show in Durban. Mm. And then you interviewed me. I was like one of your first guests there yeah. on, the, on the show. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yo, this guy's not going to leave here. But I didn't tell you that. <laughs> it's yeah. good. This guy's not going to leave here. Yeah, like you were in your element back yeah. then already. Yeah, yeah, you were like, yeah, this. I was born to do this type of things. Like people don't know what a great actor you are. Mm. People don't know. Okay, people know you're a cool, uh, great comedian, but mm. they don't know that you are a great actor. I still think you're a better actor than a comedian. Just mm. That's just me personally. So people don't know that about you. Yeah, And people don't know that how great you are at honing people's skills especially comedians especially like us like when i started you were always there honing it telling me where to what to do when to do what how to do what and we did tough gigs together yeah, yeah. Gigs, <laughs> people don't know <laughs> yeah so people don't know that about you i don't think in yeah. the past 10 years you were just there on radio making people's days every day so yeah that's how I know Darren Moore. 
I forgot all about those things. And it was like, and I remember being uh, backstage with guys and, and it was, uh, there was this new thing on the radar that everyone was like, there's stand-up comedy and you can go and do this. And we, and we used mm. to just do, we used to do gigs every night, a different, different venue every night. Sometimes there would be five people. Yeah. Sometimes there'd be 20 people. And mm. yeah, it was, uh, it was hard. And I, people yeah. don't know these things. Yeah. And I, and I can remember, I remember, and you know what, you're quite right. It was like, it was just, it was organic for me. I'm backstage and I'm and I'm mm. listening to guys and and I just assumed that everyone was doing that. So like you would do a gag and it would do okay, and then I'd be and, and I'd be sitting backstage and I go, why didn't that kill? That should have killed. That was funny. That was really uh, really funny. And uh, then in my head I'm going, well maybe if you do maybe oh you know what try that. And then you would come off, and then we would chill for a bit and I'd say, you know what, try uh, try doing this with that gag next time you do it. And see and see how yeah. it goes, but it it only works, you know, with the with the comedians that were like open to the change. Accepting, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you have to also accept, it, yeah. Yeah, so you that, have to also understand that yes, this person has been doing this for longer than you, mm. and and also I think what I think, um, no, not I think I know for a fact that back then. Um, it was, I could open up to you with, not only with comedy, like just in, in personal things in general, mm, mm. like just general stuff, like emotional, general, worldly stuff that um, I think we don't speak about that often. Like uh, now I'm in therapy and I have a, a psychologist, but back then I didn't have one. Yeah, you had me back and then. Who was this? Yeah, who was the psychologist? The <laughs> psychologist was the people that you hang out with. Yeah. And, and best to hang out with people that know shit. Otherwise, you're yeah. going to go down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I had the best advice back then, but I do remember enjoying our, 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 our long sessions together. But I mean, yeah. I wonder what what is the you know I've been out of it for so long. What what is the the um, okay? Obviously now with with the coronavirus, there aren't many gigs for anyone. But but uh, um, uh, what is the 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 comedy circuit like? You know, as opposed to ten years. Because I remember ten years ago. It doesn't matter. I remember sitting backstage. It's Joey Rosdeen, John Vlismus, Trevor Noah, Domiso uh, Linde, Conrad uh, Koch. We're uh, all sitting backstage. Uh, There's no hierarchy. There's no nothing. ego. Everyone. We just nothing. chatted. And then it's like, okay, John, you're up. And then he'd go up. He'd do 10 minutes. He'd come off. Yeah. And we'd continue the conversation. And it was like, it was just, a, there was, a, I have such, uh, you know, things do change in your memory. But I have such fond memories of a real, real mm. brotherhood mm. Um, and sisterhood. Yeah, there was. I think I think amongst the the guys our age still, mm. um, like myself, Kahiso, David, Chris Forrest, um, we still have that beyond comedy. Mm. We friends, mm. like beyond comedy. Like I I considered you as a friend, yeah, not as a colleague. Yeah, does that make sense? It felt exactly like. And it that. also, yeah. Now nowadays it's a bit strange because. Um, I don't, I don't know if it's um, out of respect or out of, I don't know what it is, but it's not like before where I used to go do a gig and I could speak to everybody. And now it's like people is a bit intimidated. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Like uh, maybe it's maybe it's because now I'm basically the Mia Muller of the stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> so we knew. So when you rock up at the at the gig, then there's all these young guys, and they don't know what to say to me. They like, like, 
uh, in all, I guess, uh, I'm I'm not being arrogant or mm. being, uh, uh, but it feels like, and and I'm like, no, guys, I'm just normal. I'm I was in exact same position. Um, yeah, it's just we we in this thing together. Yeah, and they still feel that a hey, Yarya is this guy, and he achieved so much, or he's done so, and and it feels like I'm not relatable. Whereas back in the day, it doesn't really matter. Mark Banks, yes, the day. Mm. It's like he was like, he told me once, yo, guy, you were really cuck. Next time, just think that the people is goats. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was like, yo, this guy, I'm dying on stage and he's telling me, no, yeah. I must think the people is goats. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't. And also when you, I think the difference is, Back then, we all were still new in the industry. This industry wasn't as big as it is now. So there wasn't lots of unnecessary competition. Yeah. We all had our own fair share. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 we all had a, had a sense that, uh, you know, we just, you're right. You're 100% right. I think that's the thing I miss I miss the most about it is, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go hang with my friends and we're going to tell some jokes and then we're going to have a few drinks. And that was it. That was That was the industry. That's it. And now yeah, you've got that young, was, young, that was the industry. You got young guys now that are like on their fourth live gig and they're working on their one man show and you're like, What? No. Yeah. Like, what, no, what are you doing? No, no. yeah. <laughs> no. no, that's not how it works. No. You gotta do your stage time, stage time. And um and and you know what was like one of the biggest eye openers is it's it's one thing to watch um, young guys have a really, really good evening. You know, you can you can learn from them, mm. and then they keep you sort of like sharp mm. and on the edge, and sort of like, mm. okay, I need yeah. to up my game mm. on this gig. But it's a, it's another thing watching you know legends of the industry go out there and die, and you just go like the like the first time I was backstage, yeah, 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 and I saw Mark Banks just lose it with an audience, or I saw uh, the they didn't warm mm. up to a uh, Mel Miller, or um, yeah. you know, and I just go, yeah. hang on a second, that that can happen. Mm. That, yeah. that yeah. just happened. I mean, I, yeah. um, I, I opened for um, a Barry Hilton one night and I was like, and, and Barry really, really struggled with this room. You know, I would go, so yeah. it was the closest I'd seen, like the Barry Hilton. Mm. And um, mm. I was like, what? How is that even possible? But you learn. And then and then you and I get yeah. to experience that firsthand. We go out there. I've got I've got two, three, four hours under my uh, of material under my belt that I can access at any time. But I just haven't mm. got this crowd. They, they, I'm just not winning at all. And yeah, you, yeah, learn, you yeah. learn more from that. Mm, mm. You learn much more from that. The people don't know about Carnival City. They don't know about Wind, Windmill Casino. Mm. They don't know about um, what is that other place in Pretoria? Um, Dax. Yeah. Uh, Dex, they don't know Dex. Yeah, it's like oh, you have to have more oh, hair on your teeth. Yeah, hair on your teeth. <laughs> yeah, you, but I mean, you, but, yeah. But you're right. Then they, they so I got this call from East Coast. They said, "Listen, um, we want you to do the breakfast mm. show." And I was like, "What?" But I, you're gonna train. Mm. You're gonna train me. You're gonna. I'm gonna do daytime and then or weekend or whatever. And then eventually, like three or four years down the line, you want me to, you, you want to, you want to groom me to be a breakfast show. And I'm like, no, 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 we're going to train you. You're going to do the, our breakfast show. And I was like, this is madness. But, but like, you know, you know, I've done, I've mm. done, I've done Font and I've done Survivor and mm. I've done, I've done mm. all this mm. other stuff. I just thought radio is another performance. It's another performance art thing we can do. Once you've done stand up mm. at Dax, you yeah. fear you can nothing. Do you can do anything. Yeah. You can you can do anything. When there's yeah. a when there's, if you did if you did 
windmill decks carnival city yeah and uh, you can do anything <laughs> after that i'm telling you now <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I, it's like, can I tell you what was the biggest eye-opener for me, right? So I arrived here. There's, there's so much to learn. And then like years down the line, I tell people that they're not the same. Like every other industry, like um, uh, uh, TV and film and live and stand-up and mm, MC mm. and physical comedy and all of this stuff, they, they, there's, there's links to them. Radio, it lives in another universe. It isn't part of that performance yes. art thing. Which was one Absolutely. of the, yeah, that was one of the biggest learning curves for me. But another thing that was, that I missed for the longest time and it changed now because I've got a team dynamic with the show which is really working uh-huh. one of the things I missed the most mm-hmm. was was coming out of the the stand-up industry where we are all mates and then you come into the radio yes. industry and especially when you come in uh, as breakfast everyone yo, everyone wants your job um, everyone's trying to yeah. outdo it's you and no one, everyone's saying yeah. something to someone else that they don't, and then they don't say this to you. They say this, this one, they say this one. And there was such a sense, sense of, of, of secretiveness and subterfuge. And I was mm. like, why is it like mm. this? Why can't we just, you know, why can't we just all be backstage? And it's like, yeah, you know, that was a, that was a, that was a hard, yeah, a hard it, learning. It's still like that, isn't it? It is, but you, you know, you, you, you assimilate now. And also, also one of the biggest lessons I learned from radio is if you're trying to prove yourself while you're on air, it's not going to work. The best way to, to do it is like, go, okay, I've got this, and then and then be the, just be the best you can be, and be in the moment and yeah. and enjoy now and be in the moment. So you kind of yes. you kind of have to just submit and say. You know what? Whatever's happening around me, behind me, under me, above me, that's going to happen. And um, thinking about it right now is not going to help me. So I have this in front of me right now. I'm going to love it. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to um, I'm going to embrace it. And then whatever happens, happens. You 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 kind of go. You know, I can't have a long term plan with this. I'm just going to go uh, one day at a time, one week, one month at a time. And then before you know it, you're at ten years. Like when they said to me, like, hey, Darren, you know, we're celebrating 10 years yeah. of Breakfast Radio, 10 years of radio. I'm like, what? How did that happen? Look here. You know, I'm, I was, I'm always big on quotes and stuff. Né? So I read a, another quote that said that the, the Titanic didn't sink because of the water around it. It sank because the water was in it. What's the relevance of that? How so if you just ignore the water around you and continue and let it not get into you, then you'll be fine. Never a truer Inspiration was spoken to me. I will take that and I'm going to apply it. My Joey. Thank you, Masikan. Okay, Thank you, Masikan. We'll chat again soon, okay? All right. Shop, shop. I uh, love you, my brother. Cheers. I love you too, man. Shop, shop. Darren's Decade on East Coast Radio, KZN's number one hit music station. For more, hit ecr.co.za. Hashtag Darren's Decade.